1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching or listening. This is the awesome NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I am your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me today for the next hour as we figure out how the Tampa Bay Lightning are possibly going to blow this game tonight, our single-entry assassin, Joshua Harris.
2: What's going on, man? The Leafs tried to blow it last night. Uh, but still, that was the first time the Blackhawks led in the game this season, so, man. Leafs frauds, Colorado I mean, frauds, lightning frauds. There's I mean, that's thing. the
1: thing, right? Like, like Toronto didn't blow it yesterday, but they had to come from behind uh, against a team that hasn't led all season that was missing Patrick Kane and obviously going through that all, all that off-ice turmoil. Um, I don't think three goals from the Leafs is what people were looking for, especially one uh, from the third line. Uh, so it was kind of a weird slate like that. Like, uh, the high scoring team only put up five goals. There was only five goals in each of the first, uh, in all the early games. Um, you know, three, two, three, two, three, two, four, one, not a lot of high scoring yesterday. Uh, that Philly, that Philly top line, I th- like, I didn't watch the whole Edmonton game. I thought the Philly top line looked pretty good last night. And I think that's something to note um, as they're another uh, is there one of the lines that we'll be looking towards t- on tonight's slate as well,
2: yeah, that was a rough slate for me last night. I ended up, you know, salvaging because I put a live bet on one of the uh, pro- uh professional fight league fights, and he was a big underdog after the first round and ended up hitting that. So I ended up breaking even, but I got crushed in HL. Going back to GPP tonight, when they when DK runs the, the big spin tournaments, I will play GPP. So looking forward to this slate. It's a nice size slate. There's some good spots, some good low-owned spots, a lot of chalky spots that I'm not super convinced about. So I'm pretty excited about this slate.
1: Yeah, it is uh, a big night because of the spooky spin, I think they're calling <laughs> it, over on uh, DraftKings. So it is, um, you know, definitely one of the biggest tournaments <laughs> that, we, that we've awful. had so far. Um, you know, just looking at, at some of the scores from last night, you know, we talk about goalies that get volume. Kevin and he didn't even get the win last night, uh, put up over 20 points uh, just because he had the save bonus. Like, that's how valuable that save bonus can be, um, even if you think the goalie is in a bad spot. Uh, was, was there anything else that really stuck out to you last night? We don't have a ton of time because we do have nine games to yeah. get to today, but is was there anything like, you know, Dallas? Uh, <laughs> we talked about Dallas a lot yesterday, and they kind of screwed the pooch again.
2: Yeah, they- <laughs> Like I played Kudovan because I thought there's was, Vegas is was going to have shot volume, but Dallas I think blocked close to 30 shots last night and they just blew it at the end. So that was a that stung the nostrils a little bit. So I'm looking forward to getting past yesterday and moving on to today. You know, I was thinking about swapping off McDavid, but I was winning a good bunch of my head-to-head, so I stuck it out and ended up being all right. But Uh,
1: Hey, man. All right nights in DFS uh, aren't bad nights. So uh, we'll just we'll take an all right night every once in a while Uh, for the chat. uh, I say this hoodie is a salmon color, Um, whatever you want to call it. I guess peach would be fine as well. But I I think I'll just lean towards salmon. We're going to call this uh, a salmon colored sweatshirt. Um, I know you guys are in chat. Uh, We can see you guys talking. So if you could while you're there, give us a thumbs up and click that subscribe button if you haven't already. Uh, That subscription really helps us uh, grow the channel, uh, keeps these shows coming uh, constantly. Don't forget to hit the notification as well so you can get alerts when our shows go live. Um, You know, we have uh, tons of shows coming up later today and we'll talk about those. Uh, We have free premium tools and data up on the site like NFL Showdown top plays for tonight, NBA Boom Bust for tonight. Our NHL projections uh, for anybody playing the spooky spin that isn't signed up with us. Our, our NHL ownership projections are up on the site as well. And if you're playing NBA DFS tonight, uh, Adam ship my money. Sure. Uh, his deep dive article is uh, completely free up on the site. And it's probably the most in-depth uh, NBA DFS article you'll read yeah. anywhere. And so he was head on-
2: Figures last night playing NBA.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a pretty big night himself last night. So definitely go check out his NBA DFS article over at Osmo.com, And I just want to give a brief thank you to our sponsor, uh, Yahoo Fantasy. Uh, We'll be talking about Yahoo Fantasy a little bit later, but thanks to them for sponsoring our show. All right. We do have to get through these games. We have nine games to get through tonight. So let's get to the first one. We have the Arizona Coyotes going into Tampa Bay. Arizona has a 2.2 implied goal total. Tampa Bay uh, has a 3.4 implied goal total. Um, what the lines are going to, I mean, we have lines, right? Um, The one that interests me the most uh, on the Arizona side, I mean, the one that interests me the most is probably Kessel, Yaskin and Johan Larson. Uh, But this is a 2.2 total on the road on a nine game slate. And these guys aren't getting a ton of ice time. So I'm not sure how excited I am exactly to play Arizona. Is there anything that really excites you about that team? And then why don't you tell us what you like from Tampa Bay?
2: Uh, I'm excited for them to move to Quebec, maybe. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> um, oh, and by the way, Yahoo tonight, thousand dollar to first for NHL. That's pretty nice size GPP over there for uh, Yahoo. But anyway, uh, Coyote is not super excited about using them tonight. Two point two total on the road on a nine. Ge- was this nine games? Yeah, nine game slate. I mean, if you want a one off a Yaskin because he's our boy and you like pain. If you like pain and suffering and want to suffer with me and Cliffy tonight in the Discord chat, go for it. He's mid price, let you fit in some uh, some power play stuff that we'll talk about later. But really, I'm going to be out on the Yotes tonight. Um, If you want to have like one and 150 of that second line just for uh, prosperity, sure. But this is a Tampa game tonight. And I'm not super enthusiastic about their lines either, but the Yotes are probably the worst team in the NHL. So we have to consider them. Uh, Killorns with Point and Sorelli, their ownership's like 15 16%. And that's just, like, I get it. Like, the Yotes are terrible. They're, their goalie is, it's like their third or fourth string goalie for the Yotes, which, you know, for the Yotes is awful. Like, so I get wanting to use Tampa, and I get why the ownership is so high. I just I just don't know if I want to play a line that I don't have the utmost confidence in as a three-man at that ownership. So I'm probably gonna go to like a two-man of Palat, Stamkos, or I'll just straight up power play stack them. Kulorn, Point, Stamkos, do something like that. Uh, You know, Corey Perry is on the power play if you wanna include him. Like if he was gonna score any game this season, it's probably this one. So if you're looking for like a cheap Alex Chieson type that gets top power play minutes at 2,600 power play one against the worst team in the NHL, you probably could do worse. Uh, If this, I'm glad this was a big slate so I can be under the field and not be completely dead if, you know, Tampa goes off. But I'm just not super enthusiastic about this game.
1: Yeah, me neither. Like, I was looking through some of uh, Tampa Bay's numbers without um, Kucherov in point because that's pretty important here. Um, Kucherov not going to be on the top line. Obviously, he's out probably until Christmas. Uh, Stamkos and Palat, when they're skating together, Without Pointer Kucherov over the last three years, 2.2 expected goals for per 60 minutes, which is like league average and a 45% expected goal share. Like they're not a very good line together. We talk about it a lot. Stamkos is a great like offensive player in the zone, but he's not a transition guy. He won't drive the play uh, to super high levels. We, we do have some concerns uh, about his injuries as well. So I'm not really excited uh, about that Stamkos line here tonight. Like they're, their ownership is coming in check, like, around 5 6%. So if you want to use them, nothing against it. But, I like, I think we're going to see a ton of ownership on the Tampa Bay top line. And I just don't have uh, much excitement, like, other than a power play stack, like you mentioned. Like, I'll go with a power play stack. But I need the best players playing together. Right now, they're just not doing that. And, like, I have no excitement there. So I'm not going to have much from Tampa, I don't think. Like, Arizona, like, again, I won't have much from Arizona either. Dmitri Yashkin, you mentioned, and I would just want to talk him real briefly. He was a guy that was, he was in the NHL for, like, five or six years, and he was a great, great defensive player, but just couldn't bring it offensively. So he, he didn't get a contract, went to the KHL for two years, I think led them in scoring over the, those two years, and he's come back, and he's looked like a different player. Still great defensively, but added that offensive dimension. He's leading the team in shot rate. Uh, his ice time has climbed for three straight games. So if he can play 17, 18 minutes tonight, he's definitely a shot bonus threats. So don't mind him as a one-off. But yeah, that's it for me. I'm not super excited about this game. It, like I said, Tampa power play stack, I might get there. Uh, I'm not stacking their even strength lines. Uh, on the blue line, Victor Edmonds' price came down, but it's still 7,700. Jacob Chickren's price has come down quite a bit. 5,700, but I've gone through my thoughts on Chickering before. I still wouldn't play him at 5,700. So, are there any defensemen here you like?
2: It's funny because Chernak didn't have a great game and his price went from 3,400 to 4,500. McDonough coming off a game where he had a goal and assist and his price went down to 3,100. So, I don't mind punting McDonough here at all at 3,100. Um, Hedman at 7,700 is just crazy. I would you know just save that for power play stacks but really mcdonough and then that's really it from this game there's nothing i'm really want to play on the uh, arizona side
1: all right fair enough let's move on. but before we do i see uh we have a super chat in our youtube chat from grade a flicks he says it's a 25 dollars super chat thank you very much for that really appreciate it uh he says took down third in the dk on in the DK on FanDuel, 1.5K win. Thanks, Cliffy, Jake, and Josh. Stacking the Philly versus Edmonton game was key, especially having a very low owned Philly 2, which in my opinion was the best line with Calgary 1, signed Arden from Yonkers. Congrats, Arden. 1.5K win uh, last night. Uh, love to see those. Um, anytime you can win, it doesn't matter, uh, you know, four figures, five figures, three figures, two figures. We'll celebrate you here at Osmo. Thanks for the super chat. Really appreciate that. And congrats again. Um, All right, let's move it along. Let's get to our next game here. Um, We have the Calgary Flames going into Pittsburgh. Calgary has a 2.7 implied goal total. Uh, Pittsburgh has a 2.9 implied goal total. Uh, Sidney Crosby is not back yet uh, for the Penguins. They thought he might be back, but he's not going to be in the lineup for tonight. Um, So we're assuming their lines last game are basically going to be the same lines uh, as this game. Uh, and of course, uh, Calgary, I think they played is it two nights ago against New Jersey and laid the wood, but this is three and four nights for the Flames on the road, I believe. So maybe they're getting a bit tired and Pittsburgh has been a pretty good defensive team this year. So what do you like out of this game, Josh?
2: Yeah, there's a couple lines on Pittsburgh that I like. 2.9 total at home is a bit low, but you know, that top line, Gensel Rodriguez, Captain and fully correlated on the power play, not super expensive. They're 16-2 to full stack. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they're going to avoid that Lindholm one. I think they send Bluger out against Top Comp at home. I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, just tell me I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm wrong a lot. Yay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that top line fully correlated on the power play com. Listen, I'm not super enthusiastic about them, but their ownership's in check. They're th- two, three, 4%. You know what I mean? Like getting a fully correlated line against a team going three and four on the road it, at that ownership is going to interest me. Um, so I do like Pit one tonight. I'm glad Crosby's not playing tonight because he was 5700 on DraftKings, which is a very bad misprice. That would have changed ownership landscape a lot. And I also like this this third line for Pittsburgh, uh, Zucker, O'Connor, Heinen. They don't have, you know, Zucker's power play one, O'Connor, Heinen power play two. But they're very good cheap filler. They're not super, like they're very cheap and they let you get in, you know, the, the expensive stuff. Yeah, there's a question mark of Renton, which we'll get to later. But if you need a cheap filler, maybe you don't even have to full stack. You could two-man O'Connor, Heinen. You could two-man Zucker, Heinen. But you know, at 1% getting some power play time at that price is I'm interested.
1: Yeah, I'm really interested in that Pittsburgh top line as well. I mean, besides just three and four for Calgary, like it is three games and four nights on the road for them. It's four games and six nights on the road and five games and eight nights on the road. This is their fifth game in in their eighth night on the road. And then they go home after this. And, you know, we always talk about like that go home trap, long road trip. Mm -hmm. This is their last game before they head out. Do they even care? about this one they've won their first four games on the road like if they have a 4-1 road trip I don't think they're going to be too upset about that so I'm with you man like I do like that Pittsburgh top line uh in this game Evan Rodriguez has looked really really good this year um he's whether he's been playing on the second line or the top line uh he's really helped drive the numbers both offensively and defensively of his line mates which is something we probably have shouldn't expect but uh he's doing well so far I think Calgary is a pretty good team here um So I'm not going ham on Pittsburgh. Like, I'm not going to have, like, 25 or 30% Pittsburgh one. Uh, But, yeah, I probably will have 10% Pittsburgh one in my lineups or something like that. I really do like them, especially where you said uh, they're all perfectly correlated uh, with uh, a reasonable total and a fairly low price. Um, On the blue line here, like, with Latang out, John Marino is probably the guy, obviously, because he's getting power play one minute's. I mean, I'd say the same thing for Rasmus Anderson on the other side in Calgary, but I just talked about how I I didn't really like Calgary tonight. I'm probably not going to be on them. So I don't know why I would be on many of their defensemen. Are any of the D-men sticking out to you in this game?
2: Not really. I'd say I wouldn't even one off Marino. I'd save him for a power play one stacks. I mean, he hit the shot bonus last game, but in like 112 career games, he only has 114 shots on goal. So like that was kind of an island performance from a shot standpoint. So I mean, I would save Marino for hit one stacks. Mike Matheson's getting more expensive now, 3,700. It's into a spot where it's okay, but I'd prefer him to be cheaper. So defensemen in this game don't really interest me too much.
1: Yeah, me neither. One guy I do want to mention is Blake Coleman. He's the guy that uh, I think we should, we always looked one-off because he does have a really good shot rate. The worry about Coleman is always his ice time um, because he's generally kind of like a second, third-line player. But with this team's injuries, Um, He's been moving up to 16, 17, 18 minutes a game, and he's generally a guy at a very high shot rate. So I don't mind Blake Coleman here tonight as a one-off either. Uh, Casey DeSmith is starting in net 7,900, and I think he's a better goalie than Tristan Jari. I mean, goalies are goalies. Do you have any interest here?
2: I kind of like both sides of this game. Um, I do worry about Markstrom just because of this road trip. It's a getaway game on the road, bigger slate, Um, but 7,400, I'll take a stab here and there. Casey DeSmith, if you're using Pittsburgh Stacks, perfectly fine. I think I'm going to look elsewhere for one-offs, but if you do one-off him, like, I won't be like, oh, that's a terrible idea. I mean, it's always a good idea to play a goalie against a team going five and eight and going home after, so.
1: Yeah, I do like that. All right, we got to keep this moving along. Uh, Get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there. With an Osmo Plus weekly pass for $29.95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our premium uh, Discord lineup builder, and a whole lot more. If you're a new user of Osmo Plus Platinum, then you can take advantage of the promo code we have for this show, which is NHL Strategy Show. All caps, all one word, that's NHL Strategy Show for 25% off your first week. Osmo Plus Platinum. You can find the link to activate this coupon in the description of the video below. Of course, if you're only looking to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NHL packages for as low as $3.95 weekly. Stop guessing, start winning, join Osmo Plus today. And again, we do have free tools and uh, premium tools and content up on the site. If you want to check us out before you spend uh, any of your hard earned money uh, with our website, uh, we have NFL uh, showdown top plays up on the site uh, for anybody to peruse today. We also have our very popular NBA boom bus tool. I got to imagine ship my money used that last night for his six figure hit. Uh, and we have NHL ownership up as well. So if you're taking part in that spooky spin, uh, you got, you know, uh, a pretty big ticket sitting there or something like that. You want to double check the ownership. We have NHL ownership up on the site as well. So, uh, Promo code NHL strategy show for new users, new users that want to get 25% off your first week of Osmo plus platinum. All right, let's move it along. Our next game is Boston Bruins with a 2.6 implied goal total. They're going into Carolina. The Hurricanes have a 3.0 implied goal total. Uh, Boston played last night uh, and they jumbled their lines quite a bit. Don't really know what the lines are going to look like until warmups hit um, because, you know, they don't have a morning skate and all that. The best we can do is the first line, their top line stayed together. And then Taylor Hall and Tomas Nosek looked like they skated uh, together a lot as well. But honestly, I don't know how you even strength stack any lines from Boston outside the top line uh, in this game, at least as of right now, until we get more information. Uh, Carolina, they've reunited their old top line as Svechnikov, Aho, Tara But with the line matching, they're probably going to go into the teeth of that Boston top line. So that's not a great matchup for them. Um, There are a lot of high powered offensive players here, uh, but it's only a five and a half total. So maybe we need to tread carefully here. What do you think, Josh?
2: Yeah. I mean, Boston played last night. They uh, lost pretty, pretty bad. I I don't know if it was bad, but you know, how good are the Panthers? Like that is a good team. Um, Boston top line didn't do too much. Back-to-back back on the road, I'm probably, you know, with the line, the lines up in question, I think, you know, I'd save Boston one just for a little bit in MME, but outside of that, I'm probably not going to have much Boston tonight. Um, Carolina, I really wanted to use the svechnikov Aho Carolina line, but if they're going into the Bergeron matchup, I'm going to be pretty light on them. They're coming in at 2-3%, and... You know, if for some reason, you know, they send out Stall against Bergeron, I'd be more interested in the Ajo line, obviously. But going into the Bergeron matchup, I'm going to tread a little lightly there. I think where I'm going to focus is Carolina 2, Cockney, uh, Emi, Trocheck, Neches. They're 1-2% right now in, the, in our current ownership run uh, on Osmo.com. But, you know, they're going to get – they're going to avoid the Bergeron matchup. We just don't know what the Boston depth is going to look like. In terms of lines, they played yesterday. So I think at one percent, they all get power play time. Um, you know, Trochek PowerPoint one, not just cockney power play two, they're not super expensive. They're 13.7 to full stack at one percent. You know, that's some and a three total, that's something I'm gonna look at. Uh so really from this game, you know, is just Carolina two, maybe a little bit of Carolina three, and I'd use the top line sparingly in MME.
1: Yeah, I am going to have some of the top line in my 20 lineups, but again, I'm not going to go heavy on them. Like, you just don't need to where they're coming in at, like, 3%, so I'm going to probably have them maybe one or two lineups. Uh, out of 20, not a lot. Um, I, there's, I'm there's, i with you. I kind of like the depth from Carolina here more. Like, uh, Trocek, uh, Trocek and Natchez. Like, Natchez looked his best last year skating with Trocek. He didn't look his best last year sta- skating with Ajo. Um, And like you said, they'll be they'll be staying far clear of the Bergeron matchup. Like they're going to get those second and third line matchups. While Boston's still good defensively, it's a pretty big difference between going out like that top line right now. I think they're sitting at one point one expected goals against per sixty on the season. Like there's there's just nothing going in against them. So uh, while I like I said, I do like that top line. I might have a little of them. I do I like the second line a whole lot more. And where the ownership isn't out of control, um, you know somewhere between one and 2%, I'm just fine. And I think it makes, it makes a nice spot where, you know, you can do like a ChoCek, Cock, Miami, D'Angelo, something like that. Uh, you can even mix in somebody off the top line, throw in an Ajo, throw in a Sveshnikov, throw in a Teravine and make that a power play stack. I just think that Carolina second line uh, just match up so much better against the Boston depth. than Carolina one does against the Boston top line. Um, looking down on the blue line, like I noticed Jacob Slavin, Jacob Slavin is a guy that we typically played um, because he can shoot, he can block shots and all that. I noticed his shot blocking is down this year. Uh, Maybe it's just a small sample. They've only played like six games or something like that. So we'll see. I just, I think I might play Brett Pesci at the same price. Um, I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, Charlie McAvoy 6,300. I think that's just like, I don't even know how you do that in your, in your Boston power play stacks.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty much out on the Boston blue line here. Um, going on off of Mike Riley or a, a Grizzly Shore. Like, I'm not super fond of it. Uh, D'Angelo for, you know, Carolina one or two makes some sense. I think I'd rather use Brady Shea or Ethan Bear to slave Um Like, we're four, three, four games in, and I'm not super enthusiastic about anyone on the blue line, so – Hopefully, there's some some defensemen in the later games that I like more, because I have to play two, and I'm just not excited <laughs> about anyone yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, like yeah, we do have to play two defensemen, so uh, we do have to get some guys in there eventually. I mean, I think Mike Riley probably is fine if you want to punt. Um, he's a fairly good offensive defenseman, but again, here I think for me it's just Brett Pesci. I would use as a one-off. Other than that, uh, D'Angelo correlating in lineups. Uh, the goalies here aren't super cheap. Like Swayman, 7,700. I think that's fine.
2: Yeah. Carolina shot volume team. I just, I don't know if I'm going to play goalie back to back on the road. I know he didn't play yesterday. Did he play yesterday? No, it was a uh, hallmark yesterday. So, yeah, you know, Swayman's going to be fresh. The team's not super fresh. I think it's fine if you're using Boston. Uh, Freddie at 8,100 concerns me a little bit just for shot volume. Um, i probably save him just for correlated stacks.
1: Fair enough. All right. Um, let's keep moving then. Colorado, 3.1 implied goal total going into St. Louis. The Blues have a 2.9 implied goal total. Pretty big injury news out of this game. Ryan O'Reilly's on the COVID list for the Blues. They said he's going to be out probably until next weekend at the earliest, so he's not coming back anytime soon. Uh, Miko Rantanen left morning skate today uh, with an apparent injury, and he did so before their power play work. So he wasn't even good enough to stick around to do some power play work with the team. That scares me, but I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't on Colorado to begin with. Um, they have, they have, they moved Gabriel Landeskog uh, down to the second line. Miko Rantanen uh, up to the top was obviously staying uh, up on the top line, but I just, I didn't have any interest in Colorado without the top, without the top guns together. Now that Rantanen might be out and that game starts uh, an hour after the slate locks. Like, I don't know if I want to be cheap. Like if Miko Rantanen is all of a sudden out, there's really not a lot later on the slate that you can just pivot to. Like um, I guess you can slide in Kyle Connor. Um, I guess you can throw in a Timo Mayer or something like that, but you're going to be throwing a thousand dollars uh of your salary into the trash so i don't know man i'm out on colorado i was out on them uh to begin with i'm even more out on them now that ranting is doubtful or is questionable i don't know what you think about this game
2: yeah if this was a seven o'clock lock then maybe i'd have some more interest but eight o'clock with question marks on the lines like it's just tough like People are going to one-off McKinnon anyway. They're going to put two mans with Burakovsky Burakovsky and McKinnon. They're just going to be super high-owned. And, yeah, Ryan O'Reilly's out, but Blues are still a very deep team. They're a good defensive team. There's question marks, obviously, in net. But, you know, uh, Gerard's still out for um, the abs. You were talking about puck-moving defensemen in our Discord chat, how important that is to some of these top lines. And, you know – 3.1 3.1 total on the road, I get if you want to play, but like the, the ownership is just too much for me. Um, especially with the lines in question, yeah. Lance Cog's probably going to move up and it's going to be Lance Cog, McKinnon, Burakovsky. But at their ownership, the matchup, just everything the news, like I'm probably just going to tread very, very lightly and with caution, just because you know, I'm I'll build expecting Rednance out, but like if he's in it's gonna be really, really tough to adjust your lineups as well, so.
0: Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more.
2: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky.
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting.
2: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: I never win and tell.
2: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On this big of a slate, I'm probably going to take a pass. On the blues, uh, I like this third line, uh, Thomas Tarasenko, Barbashev. Uh, they're going to avoid the McKinnons of the world. Uh, they're going to get depth of the abs. Um
1: I think most importantly, they're going to get the depth of the blue line from the Avs. They're not going to see yeah. a lot of Makar Byron.
2: Yeah. And, you know, Tarasenko on the third line, but really he's a bona fide top six winger. Like it's no secret and he's getting these, these cupcake matchups. So, you know, Rob Thomas plays very well, Tarasenko. So I don't mind that too, man. They're not coming in very, high owned at all. They're reasonable. So I do like that too many want to include Barbara Shefford, full three, man. That's fine. Um, you know, that second line, Cairo Bushnevich, is fine. I just, I'm not a huge Bozak guy. That top line is okay, but they're probably going to get the McKinnon matchup, which, you know, isn't as dangerous with Rantan and possibly out, but it's still like, I'm going to take a pass. So really the only line that I like from this game is St. Louis three.
1: Yeah, I do like St. Louis 3. I just want to explain why I wasn't super high on Colorado to begin with. A lot of Colorado's value is derives from their power play. It's the same thing with Boston 1, right? Like, a lot of their values derive from the three of them being great on the power play together. St. Louis is the least penalized team in the NHL so far this year. Now, whether that persists or not, I don't know. But, like, do I want to spend, uh, you know, 24K, I think it is, for Landeskog, Rantanen, and McKinnon? Uh, thir- uh, 30k if you include Makar on the road against a team that is the least penalized in the NHL right now even if they don't have Ryan O'Reilly like I think like for Colorado I'd probably be more interested in the second line because if something's screwy there with the lines I think it's easier to mix and match like a five thousand dollar cadre and a five thousand dollar comp for and a, you know, a min price Jost or a min price O'Connor than it is an 8,300 Ranton and a 7,100 Landiscock. There are just more options in that range. So I think if you're going to stack um, Colorado, I think the second line is probably where I would go. But we just don't know what the second line is going to be. So uh, I'm with you. I do like St. Louis 3 uh, here tonight. I also like St. Louis 2. I think I like them more than you do here. Um, Bozak, like, he's not good but he's not awful. Like he's at least an NHL center. You know what I mean? So that's something. And I think a lot of Cairo and uh, So, and they're both on the second power play unit. So you can just leave Bozak off, put the two wingers on uh, and go about your day. Maybe throw Rob Thomas on there if you want to. So that's where I'm at with the blues. I like the second and third lines, both um, on the blue line here, Justin Falk, uh, stays expensive, sixty-one hundred. I assume Bowen Byron's going to see a ton of ownership at thirty-five hundred. Is there anybody else that sticks out? Not
2: really. I mean, the defenseman tonight is just—it's a like a wasteland. I think the only one I like so far is Ryan McDonough. But um, sixty-one hundred for Justin Falk, like get out of here, DraftKings. What are you doing? Like Colton Pareko, fifty-four hundred. I guess is okay. Um, but really bone byron 3500 is where i'm looking that's really about it and on a scale from one to yori latera where's tyra bozak
1: <laughs> yeah uh jori Letera. there's a name <laughs> i haven't heard in a minute uh we have partnered with yahoo fantasy this nhl season to bring you some great offers check out our exclusive limited time offer which gets you one free month of osmo plus platinum to qualify you need to be new to Yahoo sign up for an account via the link below deposit and play that's it Yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first paid contest and we will reach out with we will reach out via email with your coupon if you need immediate access email support at osmo.com and we'll get you set up you can also claim a free $10 below which can be used to enter any Yahoo contest make sure to use our premium DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning. And I always talk about it. I think one of the big perks playing over there, 12% management fees, uh, you save 3% on every dollar you play. 3% on every dollar you play, if you're playing a hundred dollars a night, it doesn't take long for that to add up. So uh, 12% management fees, uh, very good. Uh, And like, you won't see a ton of the sharks that you will on DraftKings and FanDuel over there. So if you're just getting your feet wet, it's a great spot to go as well. So thanks a lot. To Yahoo Fantasy, remember that uh, if you want a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum, uh, you just need to be new to Yahoo, sign up for an account via the link below, deposit, and play. Thanks again to Yahoo Sports. All right, let's keep moving. Philly, 2.9 implied goal total going into Vancouver. The Canucks have a 3.1 implied goal total. Philly just played last night, uh, beat Edmonton 5-3. Like I said earlier, I only saw the first period, but it was a pretty good game. Um, Vancouver... Looks like they're going to stick with their lineup, which is Elias Pedersen, and on what is, I guess, it has to be their third line. Um, not sure what they're thinking, but I actually don't hate that spot. I'll get to that in a minute. What do you like out of this game, Josh?
2: If I had hair to pull out, I would pull it out with these Vancouver lines. Like, I just want them to play Elias Pedersen, JT Miller, and Brock Besser. All fully correlated on top power play. No, let's put Buster on the second power play. Got to get Chieson in on that top power play. Got to mix up these lines. My favorite goalie to stack against is in net tonight for the Flyers. Party Marty, Senor Fiesta, Martin Jones. And I can't really do it. And it makes me sad. Bo Horvath, Hunter Garland, Tanner Pearson, they've been bad. Together this yeah. year. Um, they're also gonna get the Katori matchup. So Adios Vancouver won there. Yeah. Um, see ya. Uh JT Miller, Brock Besser, Vasily pulls Colson he's min priced. Um, that line's okay getting you know the Brassard matchup or you know, the Lawton matchup. I think that's okay. I wish petterson was there, but there's no power play correlation there, and it's annoying. Uh, that third line is okay too, for the Canucks, Patterson, Hoglander, Bailey, like Bailey has been priced. He's pretty active, at least from a shot blocking standpoint, I guess that, that's what I'll say about Justin Bailey, but they're going to get depth of the, of the flyers. They're going to get, you know, Martin Jones and net. I think you can mix and match these second and third lines to get a combo that you want. If the flyers get ahead early here tonight, I would imagine we're going to see Patterson Miller Besser together at some point. Um, and you know, like, there's no ownership on the Flyers outside of Couturier tonight. And I think this is a pretty good spot for them. You know, the, and, like the Canucks aren't very good defensively. The Flyers are coming off beating the Oilers. So if you want to get away from that Couturier line just because you don't like the ownership, I think the second line's also fine Faraby, Broussard, Atkinson. Um, they're coming in under 1% like they were yesterday. And I think that they're a good line. Atkinson's had two goals yesterday. You know, Broussard didn't have a great game, but it is what it is. I think you can use both of Philly's top lines here. So really, I wanted to use the Canucks. I think you can. You just avoid the top line here and you mix and match from the second and third line. Or you power play stack if you want to get Corvette in. And I think there's some stuff to like on this this Flyers top six. And they're coming in pretty low on.
1: Yeah, there is a lot to like that Philly top six. I do like that top line uh, for Philly as well. I'm going to wait to see because I haven't done, I haven't run my crunches yet. So I'm going to see how much I actually get to them. It's the Vancouver third line I want to talk about. Okay. It's Elias Pedersen and Nils Hoglander down on the third line. And that kind of sucks, but you know, Elias Pettersson's probably not is not going to play like 13 minutes or whatever it is. Um, here's the thing. I think Nils Hoglander is a wildly underrated hockey player. Um, I was looking at some of his micro stats from last year. Nils Hoglander was the only Vancouver forward to be above the league average in both shot rate and playmaking, like pass, shot assists. Like, so he was the like, not Pedersen, not Miller, not Besser, not Horvath. It was Nils Hoglander was their only forward last year to be above average, both by uh, passing and shooting. So And the only reason he didn't put up monster point totals is because he was stuck on the second power play unit the entire season. He's still not going to get top power play time now. But I think it speaks to just how good him and Pedersen probably could be together, especially if you're playing against the third and fourth lines from the Philadelphia Flyers. Like, if you're going up against that fourth line and you got Nick Seeler and Keith Yandel on the blue line, Pedersen and Hoglander are going to torch them. The problem is, is Petterson's super expensive, right? He's over, I think he's over 7k on DraftKings still, which is just, it's an absurd price to pay for him. And that's probably what's going to keep me from getting to a lot of him. Um, it's just, I think that that Vancouver third line is in a really, really good spot. So that's kind of where I'm sitting on this game. I'm with you on Philly one, also on Philly two. Uh, but I'm on, I'm on Vancouver three here more on the two man of Hoglander and Patterson. I understand that it is expensive, but I think they're both uh, undervalued and underrated uh, compared to how good they are and how good they can be. I mean, we're not, we're not going to have any ownership on them. Like Nils Hoglander is going to come in at 1%. So um, I think it's a good spot at least to get a little bit of ownership. Uh, if you're playing 20 or 150 lineups or whatever, what have you. Uh on the blue line, obviously, I guess if you're playing, I say if you're playing Vancouver power play, but they have one forward on each of their forward lines on their top power play unit. So I don't, good luck with your power play stacking. So I don't even know how you would get Quinn Hughes into your lineups. Uh, I don't know, maybe Tyler Myers, 4K. There's just not a lot on this blue line that really excites me. Uh, Risk the line of Provorov 5,500, I guess.
2: Yeah, Provorov's not too bad. Travis Sanheim, if you want to punt 4,200, that's not really a punt. It's kind of in that Muzzin price range. Um, yeah. yeah, again, another game not super enthusiastic about the D-man. Hopefully we find one so I can play too.
1: Yeah, maybe we'll find one in this game. Buffalo Sabres, <laughs> 2.6 implied <laughs> goal total. Going into Anaheim, the Ducks have a 3.0 implied goal total. Um, Anaheim just had their morning skate, and I posted it in our Discord Literally like four minutes ago, they're keeping the top line of Zgris, uh Raquel, and Henrique together, but they're moving, <laughs> removing Max Comtois to the fourth line. And I've watched enough Ducks games to know he's not their eighth best winger. Like this is this is Eakin's pushing a guy that knows he's their best winger right now to the limit to try to get him to be better, and it's just really frustrating for me as a DFS player. But that's neither here nor there. Um, So uh, Sam Steele is going to join the second line with Getzlaff and Troy Terry, Kent Comtois down to the fourth line. Uh, This is important because we have a ton, and I mean a ton, of (laughs) Anaheim ownership here tonight. Uh, We have either their first or second line in about a quarter of all lineups here. That's a lot. And I was talking in our Discord that I don't really get it because Anaheim's look. Pretty bad all year, and Buffalo's look pretty good, at least offensively, all year. So, like, I don't get why people think this should be such a lopsided game for the Ducks.
2: Yeah. And like you, I've watched way more Ducks games than I'd like to admit, but 21% on this top line for the Ducks. Like, I don't even know where to start. Like, at that ownership, I have to fade them. Like, this isn't an elite line. Like, yeah, there's some nice name value there. Like, Zegras is going to be a nice player. Like, he's going to be a very good center for the Ducks. Ricard Raquel, very nice player. Going to be a good player, is a good player. Adam Henrique, we know he's got a long history in the NHL. This isn't a three-game slate. This is a nine-game slate. <laughs> and they're going into the best team in the NHL in the Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> Obviously, they're not the best team, but they've they've looked good this season. Like, I don't know, up is down, left is right, right is left. Like, I don't understand what's going on this season, but Buffalo's been very good defensively. Craig Anderson, listen, we talk about – we've talked about last season, like, eventually Mike Smith's going to suck, and he didn't. But, like, Craig Anderson's been good. Like, goalies are some of the most streakiest athletes.
1: Just look at Marc-Andre Fleury, Vesna, last year.
2: Yeah. Okay, I'm going to calm down, Avery. Craig Anderson – has been playing very good. Like at, at 21% ownership, I I can't do it. Like I like that line. Don't get me wrong. Like they looked like very good value to me when I was looking at the slate this morning last night this morning. But at 21% ownership, I just can't, I I just can't do it. Um, the line that I like in this game, I'm gonna go back to that Buffalo second line. You know, the ducks have not looked good at all. I don't understand their three total at home. I think that, like, honestly, if the totals were reversed, I wouldn't even notice. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's yeah. kind of my whole yeah. point here. Yeah. Like, like, I don't think anyone would be like, oh, okay. So, like, that second line of Buffalo, yeah, they've, like, slowed down a tiny bit, but their numbers are still really good. They fully correlate on the top power play. The Ducks don't have any defensive lines that make you go, well, I don't want to play them. So, I think the Buffalo second line is the line that I like from this game. And I think I've talked way too much about the duck saber. So I'm going to kick it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think this is the most in depth you've got on any game so
1: far today, uh, but we very much appreciate it. Yeah. That second line for Buffalo has just been really, really good. Uh, shot attempt share uh, 58% uh, expected goal share 62%. Like Tate Thompson was a guy I always, was always really high on. I, I just, I thought he needed, I don't know what he, need. he needed to put something together and they moved him to the center. And it's, he just seems like a completely different, not a different player, but just a more effective player. Um, And that Buffalo second line is probably going to see like a lot of that Anaheim top six. And like, there's just, there's just nothing that scares me from that Anaheim side. So like, uh, I'm not going to like, I'm not going, you know, hog wild on, on the Buffalo Sabres here tonight, but yeah, I'll probably have, uh, and all of some one off, or a couple Thompson, all of two man's, or something like that. I am going to have a little bit of Buffalo here. And to your point about puck moving defensemen, the point I made in our Discord, Discord earlier is that you see teams like Vancouver and Montreal struggling because they have like one, maybe two guys that can move the puck. And what we were talking about was Colorado because they're playing Byron and Makar on the same top pair. And then they have no puck movers anywhere else on the blue line. So anytime their second or third pair is on the ice, they, have, they really struggle moving the puck. And I think that Buffalo is kind of the reverse of that right now. You look at the Buffalo defensemen. Yeah, they're not elite, but Dolan, good puck mover. Will Butcher, good puck mover. Jacob Bryson, good puck mover. Colin Miller, good puck mover. Mark Pissick, good puck mover. The only guy you can't say is really good puck mover is Robert Haag, and he's playing like 14 minutes a night on the third pair. It doesn't matter. So, like, I think we need to start giving these Buffalo defensemen a little bit of credit, and maybe it doesn't make Buffalo a high-scoring team, but it won't make them a doormat like it was last year either. So, I do like a little bit of Buffalo, too. They are coming up in price a lot, so you're going to have to watch which lineup you get them in. But I do like that matchup. I'm with you. I'm out on Anaheim 1. Anaheim 2, I could kind of see myself getting into. Maybe a little Getzlaff Terry, because I do like Terry. Price is reasonable, but
2: um Lars just got confirmed
1: oh yeah and Anthony Stolarz just got confirmed in net as well uh on the blue line I do like Jamie Drysdale 4,400 his price is coming up um I do like Jacob Bryson as a punt for 2,900 is anybody else sticking out to you
2: yeah uh Drysdale I'm on board with for sure Josh Manson this guy I'm I'm looking to punt his ice time's been a bit down so that is a worrisome but 2,700 is an okay price um Rasmus Stalin, if you're using Buffalo too, makes some sense. And obviously, Bryson, like you mentioned, if you're punting.
1: All right. Uh, if you want to get in the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you can do it. Uh, we download the Osmo avatar from Osmo.com avatar. Uh, place top in the top three of a contest with over 5,000 contestants and then tweet the wins to the Osmo Hoff account. Uh, you do that, you can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, note that you can only win one free month a year. So uh, if you keep winning big every month, you don't get a free Osmo Plus Platinum every month. But again, if you keep winning big every month, you probably don't need Osmo Plus Platinum anyway. You'll probably just retire at the age of 40, uh, like every good DFSer should. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, we're uh, only eight minutes left. We do have to get through these games. Let's get to the next one. Minnesota Wild 2.9 implied gold total. Going into Seattle, uh, the Kraken have a 2.7 goal total. Seattle not expecting any lineup changes outside of their fourth line. It looks like Nathan Bastion's going to draw in, but Mi- Minnesota looks like they're losing Matt Zuccarello on the top line and um, Kevin Fiala. Literally, it just dropped. Kevin Fiala is moving up and taking his spot. So the top line's now Kaprizov, Eric Ericssonek, and Kevin Fiala. Yep. Boy howdy, I think I finally found myself a line that I'm really excited about tonight.
2: Yeah, Kevin Fiala has line mates. I feel. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: yeah. You got to do like the Righteous Gemstones one when he's like like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yeah. I, I'll be interested to see what their ownership's going to be like in the next run because right now it's like 1%, 2%. That's probably going to come up. Uh, Seattle's a decently defensive team. Philip Grubauer is a pretty good goalie, but they're not world beaters. And, you know, there isn't like a super tough defensive matchup that has me wildly concerned here. I really like Minnesota one tonight. It does worry me a bit that they're a one line team, but that is a bit worried. That makes me worried that maybe I'll like some Seattle stuff. Uh, I'll have to throw extra teams in the mix here. So I do like the wild top line for sure. I really think Gianni Gord is underpriced still. Uh, he's getting over 20 minutes a night. He's power play one 4,200. I think in cash, if you're looking for a second center, I think Yanni Gord is a good play. Jaden Schwartz down to 2,800, you know, still on the power play that two man for a power play combination, 7,000. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they're 9,700 to full stack. If you want to include Yarkrock, like that's a silly price. Um, that second line is okay as well. My boy Don Skoy with Wenberg and Everly, Don, like Wenberg at 3,300, is acceptable stacking Wenberg at 6,100, uh, get you an automatic sixth month ban from DraftKings. So, but at 3,300, he's perfectly fine. So Minnesota one, I do like some of these Seattle lines. I'm probably going to be light on Seattle though, outside of Gord and, you know, interested to see what the ownership looks like on min one. Yeah.
1: Uh, I do like Seattle. Um, they are coming in, uh, you know, a little over-owned, but nothing extreme, like 4 to 5%. So uh, I'm with you. I think I might, like, try to power play stack something from Seattle here. Um, you know, Gordon Schwartz are on the top line and the top power play unit. And Minnesota is one of the most penalized team in the NHL. So I'm with you on Gordon Schwartz. Uh, but I do like the Minnesota top line a whole lot tonight. They're one of my favorite top lines on the slate now that Kevin Fiala is there. Uh, on the blue line, like there aren't many guys that I'm looking towards here outside of correlating, like correlating Giordano now that his price has come down with Seattle top power play or correlating Spurgeon uh, with Minnesota. Is there anybody else uh, that jumps out to you here?
2: Yeah, uh, Jamie Alexiak, Min Price, Hayden Flurry, Min Price lock button no but like seriously like Alexiak had a couple assists last game his price went down he's been priced if you're if you're going dumpster diving for a guy like a, a super punt to fit in your guys Alexiak's fine Flurry's fine um you know Spurgeon's a guy I'm going to look to play with Minnesota one other than that if you want to you know one off Jonas Brodeen, I think he's a decent shot blocking uh punt as well
1: All right, let's move it along. Uh, The Winnipeg Jets have a 2.8 implied goal total. They're going to Los Angeles. The Kings have a 2.7 implied goal total. Uh, The Kings are going to be missing their two best puck-moving defensemen probably for a while with Drew Doughty out, I think, eight weeks. And they said Sean Walker is out for the rest of the season. So that's going to move Alex Edler to the top power play unit for Los Angeles. Uh, Blake Wheeler might be back. Uh, for Winnipeg tonight, he was, he's been taken off the COVID list. He practiced with him yesterday. I haven't seen anything today for morning skate just yet. Um, what do you like out of this game, Josh?
2: I really want to like the LA top line, but like you said, their puck moving defensemen are out, their ownership's over 15%. They are getting Eric Comrie in net and Winnipeg penalty kill isn't great. So I don't mind LA one. I wish they were going to be a bit lower owned if they're coming in like seven, 8%, I'd probably be more interested at their current ownership. It does concern me. And I think Arvidsson's off the top power play, right? But if I remember the, the power play units correctly, like it, it made no sense Edler up to the top power play. They moved Arvidsson down to the second. So I think I'm going to be under the field on the Kings tonight. Uh, on the Winnipeg side, it interesting to see where Wheeler slots in. I would imagine if he does come back in, he'd probably slot in for Evgeny Svechnikov um, and go Connor Dubois Wheeler and then Stasny Kopp, Ealers. I do like that Stasny Kopp, Ealers line again. Um, they're coming, their ownership is a bit high, but it's still in check. It's coming in under 10%. They fill the correlate on the power play. I think um, they're my favorite line on Winnipeg.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm in on that Los Angeles second line. Um, that Winnipeg second line has just been bad. Like, Evgeny Sveshnikov is not good defensively. Kyle Connor's a real bad defensively. And Dubois is a better offensive player than he is defensively. So, Danone no can be a little mini two-man uh, secondary power play stack. I really like that. So, uh, for me, it's Los Angeles two uh, out of this game. Obviously, Matt Roy, 36, or Alex Edler, sorry, 4K, power play one. Um, Anybody
0: else?
2: I mean, Neil Pionk, if you're using uh, Winnipeg side and Brandon Dillon, you know, the punt, but not really interested in anyone else on the Kings side besides, you know, uh, correlating with power play.
1: All right uh before we get out of here we have one more game to get through I do see over 100 people here but only 52 likes so if you could please uh like and especially click that subscription button uh boosting numbers makes us look good for our bosses we're getting close to 65,000 subs uh if you don't like us you can just unsubscribe but I, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to stick around uh coming up uh, a little bit later on the show after us uh, we have the Yahoo NFL Thursday night live show uh, coming up with Adam and Greg. Then we have the Jockmark. And then we have the Sunday preview live show rolling in with Eton and Eric. Uh, and then later on, we have our NBA deeper dive with Eric and Adam at 7 Eastern. And then our NBA live before lock at 8 Eastern uh, with Greg and LaMarca coming up. So we have NFL and NBA coming up for hours on this. Uh, so lots to get to. But we have one more Hockey game to get through real quick. Uh, Montreal Canadiens, 2.6 implied goal total going into San Jose. The Sharks have a 3.0 implied goal total. I'll tell you right now, I like Montreal too. That's the Dvorak line. Uh, I'm probably going to have a little bit of San Jose one, but not a lot. What do you like out of this game? And
2: yeah, nothing to get you excited on a Thursday night, like a Sharks late hammer to let you down. So their ownership is drawing me to them. They're going to be low owned. I like that top line. I agree with you on Montreal too. Uh, they're the only playable line right now. To people, I saw people mentioning to Foley Caulfield, two man. I guess it's okay, <coughs> but they've been terrible together. Uh, Hoffman Suzuki Gallagher is okay, but really, Minnesota or Montreal two. I'm a bit higher on San Jose one than you are, just from an ownership standpoint. Um, but I'm ready to get hurt again with them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, all right. I'm going to ask you for your goalies and for your hat trick pick. Uh, my goalies for today, I, I was going to have Thatcher Demko, but I guess he's sitting, so I'll go with Jaroslav Halak and Jake Allen. And my hat-trick pick is Elias Pettersson. Who do you got?
2: Goalie is a bit interesting. I kind of like um, – was I wrote it down. And was, well, my hat-trick pick is going to be uh, – man, I am just losing my mind right now. Kevin <laughs> Fiala. Kevin there Fiala. Go. There we go. Also like uh, Kevin or Kevin, Cam Talbot net. Kevin a while. All right,
1: Cam Talbot, Kevin Fiala. Uh, for Josh, uh, for me, it's Jake Allen, Yaroslav Halak, our goalies, and Elias petterson my hat trick pick. All right, we got to get out of here. NFL show coming up. For producer Mike, uh, for Joshua Harris, I'm Slim Cliffy Michael Clifford saying good luck tonight, everybody. Is
0: it over?